0: The
1: week is almost over,
0: so pour that coffee. And let's discuss
1: what's going on in Milwaukee, Madison, Washington, and beyond. It's the Political Power Hour on WTMJ Now. Joining Steve
0: Scafidi, here's Joe Sepecchi and Bill McCaushin.
1: Should we talk about the government?
0: Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Yes, Political Power Hour. Bill McCosh I almost pointed at Joe and said, Bill, Joe Zapeki, was doing radio all over the place now on three hours here at WTMJ, noon to three, and Bill and I jumped on the show yesterday. It was fun.
1: It was fun. I can't express to you, Bill, how strange it was for me to be over there and Steve to be here. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was bizarre. Weird. It was weird, and
0: you got the the old hat
1: on again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Why do you wear so many hats? Can I ask that question?
2: Uh bedhead. Bad head. he's honest he's very honest, guy. He's honest.
0: i mean mikasha has got a beautiful head of hair we yeah. all know that he's got the best hair in the room we know that best in. hair in the business man <laughs> all right gentlemen not i was gonna just joke not a busy news week for politics but yes we, it was very busy bill and i were talking before you came in joe there's like 50 things you could do here i mean this is a, a crazy crazy week obviously the the special counsel report. We're going to start with that. You you actually created the liner for the show today, so we're going to let you. I kinda, did. It was my turn this week. All right. So you, I want to hear your filtered perspective on all of this.
1: Well, I, I'm going to try to not filter today. Okay. I, I'm going to try to just present the facts and counsel a little bit of patience. Joe but not unplugged. Uh, I mean, listen. But not spin. The top line takeaway from the report, in a sane world, not gone crazy and mad with politics would be Joe Biden will not be charged for the retention of classified documents and in the report from a republican special counsel they outlined the differences in how Biden and Trump reacted when told that they had improperly kept classified material Biden cooperated turned it over no charge Trump refused to turn things over is alleged to have and has been indicted for you know engaging in a conspiracy to prevent those materials from being returned to the National Archives. And in a normal, sane, before-times world, that would be the takeaway. It is not the takeaway because of the decision by the special counsel to include some language about Joe Biden's memory. I'm sure we will get into that. It is not surprising to me that given the way that those lines were kind of front and center in the news cycle, that – the president felt he needed to come out last right. night and do a press conference, take some questions. And, you know, Bill and I both know, having worked in politics at high levels, when you see a weakness, right, or something emerging, yeah. there is oftentimes a rush we have to go do something now to get past this. And so they brought the president out. It is very clear that he was very, Angry. <laughs> his
0: exact words were, how in the hell dare he raise that talking about the elderly comments?
1: Well, I think it was more related to his son. Yeah. And Bo- you know, what does Bo have to do with whether or not he willfully or mistakenly retained classified material? And so, you know, there's a, a media firestorm and a circus. And what I'm trying to do today is be sober, be, you know cautious and like I don't know that inside of 24 hours of this all happening we can have any certainty about what it's going to mean now I know Bill is going to talk about how damning some of the language to describe Biden's memory is and I would just remind you that this week we got a poll where 61 percent of Wisconsin voters say Biden is too old to be president and so to me, that makes, this guy forget stuff sometimes, and sometimes he says Mexico when he means Egypt, but he still gets the name of the president he's referring to correct. I think a lot of that's priced in. Might this be different? It might, but I, I legitimately don't know that we can sit here today and say with certainty what happens next, given how
2: twisted our politics are in the media environment we live in. So in honor of the first... February tornado in Wisconsin history I think we ought to blow the roof off this thing today Steve Here, here's the reality and I appreciate Joe's uh, thoughts on this but this was beyond damning for the president in so many ways it, it wasn't that he wasn't charged it was that he wasn't char it wasn't that he didn't commit crimes it was they didn't think a jury would convict an old guy who didn't have a very good memory that's that's essentially what the report said. And that amplifies the number one concern of voters nationally, according to the NPC, NBC poll that came out last Sunday and the Marquette poll that came out on Wednesday of this week. Wisconsinites have the same feeling. This guy's too old to be president. So if, you're, if there's a perception you're an old guy and a perception you can't remember things, those are, those are kryptonite in politics. It, it, it is a bad look. And, and to Joe's other point, I'm going to give you a, an example of this. His aides last night should have refused to let him go out there. Let me give you an example. 1994, Chuck Koala hit Tommy Thompson right between the eyes with something very personal, something very related to his family. Tommy Thompson's instinct was, I'm cutting an ad. I'm doing a headshot ad. You know what? I couldn't stop that. So we went and cut an ad. I never put it on the air as the campaign manager. I let him. I hope Tommy's not listening. (laughs) Oh, he knows it now. Three days later, he said, Billy, where's that ad? I said, well, we're not running it. And here's why. But I let him defuse that day, Jim Clouser and I, that was the decision. You can't let a rabid candidate go on a podium like that and box with the, uh, with the national press corps last night. I think it was a very bad look for him politically. I think it reinforces because one of two things he had, there was no win in my opinion for him. One of two things could have happened. He could have either looked really good, in which case he should have been charged because he is up to the job. Or he looked really bad and reinforces the council's report. So uh, there was no possible win for him last night. I I think it was all bad. I think national polls are going to reflect this. uh, And this is something they will not be able to get over, in my opinion. I I think we should
1: also not just focus on the Biden of it. This report was a mess. This special counsel report is a disaster. And I'm not even talking about That he's too old stuff anymore, which we can argue about for an entire hour as to whether that was appropriate. That man's not a medical doctor. But on page one, Republican special counsel says, I have evidence President Biden willfully retained classified materials. On page 215, he says, there is, in fact, a shortage of evidence that President Biden willfully retained classified materials. So this guy needs an editor or he can't remember what he wrote 214 pages ago, the thing is a mess. But
0: that's the thing. Special counsels have complete power to do whatever they right. want, say yeah. whatever they want, and he actually countered
2: his own argument, as you said, in the latter parts of this report. But he had proof that he willfully had it, and not only did he have it, he disclosed it. He disclosed it to at least to his ghostwriter and po- possibly more than that, and there's proof in the report of that. So it's, it's one of those things where... I, I don't know how Biden can ever put the genie back in the bottom on this, and I think it's another reason why he won't ultimately be the nominee.
0: Bill McCosh and Joseph Pecky, we're just getting warmed up on this one. Join us, 855-616-1620. If you have a question for the gentleman, we'll try to weave it into the conversation. You're listening, of course, to Political Power Hour on WTMJ. The conduct of the response in Gaza in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top I think that uh, as you know initially the president of Mexico did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in I talked to him I convinced him to open the gate I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side I've been pushing really hard really hard Get humanitarian assistance into Gaza. Political Power Hour here on, on WTMJ. Bill and Joe, if, if the goal is to make yourself uh, appear presidential, confidence, strident, that's an example of, that was a question, he was answering a question in, in that part of it. it. It just doesn't look or sound good. You defeated the reason why you actually got up, uh, up there in the first place. Again, if you want to say something, say something. W- why'd you bring the press in? That that sounded like a train wreck. You have all these reporters shouting at an old man. <laughs>
1: it's, like, it's not a good look. It wasn't a good look for the press corps. You, you guys know I feel pretty strongly about that. I, listen,
0: It wasn't a look, good look for America last night. I, My I, goodness.
1: And we can play this game. Again, we've got an hour's worth of material. Last night, again, Donald Trump said that Viktor Orban is the leader of Turkey. He's actually the leader of Hungary. We can talk about how uh, George W. Bush couldn't pronounce the word nuclear. Or strategy. Uh, Jesse guys, Waters last
0: night confused right. the governor of South Dakota <laughs> with the governor of South Carolina. Right. It's like, it, it happens every day. But this, this is Joe Biden, the president. He's not a TV guy. And, and
1: here's a take that I, I want to share. It, uh, this is from one of the guys who worked for Obama. You know, if Biden's memory were this bad, or as bad as the special counsel report makes it known, we would know it. Washington DC loves to talk. And Joe Biden meets with dozens of people every day, talks to people, including people who don't support him, right? What did Kevin McCarthy say? He was sharp, you know. He, he was saying publicly that he had to talk about how old Biden was, but in Kevin McCarthy's negotiations with Joe Biden, when he was still Speaker of the House, he was saying this guy's sharp. He still got it. I, you know, on October 10th, so October 7th was the attack on Israel. October 8th and 9th. Joe Biden sits for two and a half hours each day with the special counsel. October 10th, he gives a speech that Brett Stevens, the most conservative member of the New York Times editorial board, says is Joe Biden's finest hour. So, you know, was it a great look? No. Do people know that Joe Biden is a very old man? Yeah. And the conversation is, what is the choice? Right. We can talk about if it was Joe Biden versus Nikki Haley how much worse yesterday would have been for him politically. But the reality is it's Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. That is what we are barreling towards. I know Bill is holding out hope that it's somebody other than Trump and somebody other than Biden. And I think, like my take is, the only way it's anybody other than Biden is if it's somebody other than Trump. Otherwise, it's these
2: two guys on a collision course, and that's where we are. They do have a symbiotic relationship. I mean, I think Bi- the only person Biden could beat is Trump. And I think the only person Trump could beat is Biden. It's so insane. It's either is possible. And what I like about Joe is I think he's sincere in his belief on where Biden is cognitively. Uh, I just don't think there's enough lipstick to put on that pig nationally. I think voters have made up their mind that this guy's too old. And, and, and by the way, they feel the same way about Trump. Joe's right about that. Let's just talk about the Marquette poll. 83 percent. Said too old describes, uh, Joe Biden. 61% had said it describes him very well. In Trump's case, it's 56%. So it's not like they don't have concerns about his age, too. It's, it's part of the reason over the last 12 months, I've pushed for a younger, more conservative candidate who could actually serve two terms. I lost on that. Steve lost on that. Here we are with two old, grumpy old men and, and, you know, sort of maybe the worst choice we've ever had. In American politics but but that's the state of the race but I don't think you can walk back the perception that this guy is old and feeble and and he's not he's not fit to be president I I think that's a hard one for Democrats to ever gloss over
0: given all that the market law school poll the 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 perception by the public that these are old men these are the choices we have this is what the parties gave us willingly they set it up for Trump and they certainly set it up for Biden. So what are we doing with this?
1: Well, so here's here's the silver lining that I find in the Marquette poll. Neither one... No amount of campaign money can convince people that Joe Biden isn't old. He is. No amount of money can convince voters that Donald Trump isn't a walking chaos agent. You just can't do it. But within the numbers, one of the questions Mr. Franklin asked, Dr. Franklin, sorry. Sorry, Charles. Was... Would you describe, uh, as these two candidates, Biden and Trump, as has accomplished a great deal? Yeah. And Trump's numbers right now are better than Biden's. Plus four. Biden actually has, just factually, objectively, has a more accomplished term as president in terms of major legislation passed and enacted. The bipartisan infrastructure law, the Chips and Science Act, uh, the first meaningful gun reform in 30 years. That is just an objective fact. That is a thing that with enough resources put on TV, put in people's mobile phones, that you can communicate to voters and change the perception of. That's what this campaign is going to be about is making the case for, despite his age, what Joe Biden
2: has accomplished as president in
1: contrast to what Donald Trump did.
2: I just don't see it this time. I think this cake is fully baked on both sides and it's going to come down to, you know, which is the, which, which choice can you actually swallow? Campaign it, pro it, Bill McCosh is going to tell me campaigns don't matter. R- r- Record of accomplishment describes him well. Biden's minus 13. Trump is plus four. This is like the economy for, for Joe Biden. Voters are not giving him credit for what he's done. The list of accomplishments. But you know those
1: numbers are moving.
2: I don't know that they are moving. I think they're, they're, they've are they're made up their minds on who these two guys are, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. And it's going to come down to something like, Turn out. <laughs> this guy's really too old. I think that's that's Trump's best line, but he can't use it because he's old, too. So you're describing these like,
0: you know, perfect world campaign ads where they're going to, you know, Trump and all the Biden successes. Have you watched campaign ads? <laughs> they're going to, they're not going to be anything like that.
1: This is old man against old man, crazy versus senile. That's what th- we're going to get. I- I've worked on a lot of campaigns, Steve. I know how to do this. Bill knows how to do this too. When Joe Biden or Donald Trump isn't your best messenger, what do you do? You go get the worker in the hard hat who's working on that bridge in Superior to talk about The good paying middle class job that he has because of Joe Biden's
2: bipartisan infrastructure law. And we'll get a worker in a hard hat in Detroit saying Joe Biden's crushing my jobs with these EV mandates.
1: Yes. And so you have other messengers and you target it to the voters that you think are movable. And there are movable voters in part because not many for as much as we (laughs) pay attention to this stuff. We do have to remember a big part of the American population does not follow this stuff day in and day out. They are not yet tuned into a presidential election that if you cornered them and forced them to say, why aren't you paying attention yet? They would say,
2: because I don't like either of the options and I'm living my Just life and I got kids to get to school. Look at the and top the line of the Marquette poll this week. We are in February, 49, 49, suggesting there's only 2% undecided. That's extraordinary. There's usually 5, 6, 7% undecided. Maybe at this time of year, it might even be 10. We're at 2 People know these people. It's fully baked. Either of you think we got to get to break. Either of you think that we're not going to be doing the same thing we did last time, sweating
0: out a few states, the swing states like we did 2020.
1: I can still see a scenario given, and this, this is the other thing. We have to remember all the context. When you ask voters, particularly independents, whether they will vote for a found guilty by a jury of his peers, you know, felon,
2: the bottom drops out for Donald Trump. That I think yesterday changed cars. that. I, I think voters now say there's two t- systems of justice. This isn't right. They had the same documents. It's, I, I think yesterday completely erased that as a problem for Donald Nothing Trump. Nothing
0: changes an independent voter's mind like somebody who can't get through a frickin' sentence when he's on a spotlight as President of the United States. And I'm sorry, I, I like Joe Biden, met him a bunch of times, but that was
2: not a great appearance last night. If I was, if I was a press agent last night, I would ask him, did your son die in Iraq? Because the last several weeks, he said he did, and he didn't. That's what I would have asked him.
0: Bill McCasher, Joseph Pecky, yours truly, the Political Power Hour right here in WTMJ. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Political Power Hour, Joseph Pecky, Democratic Strategist, Bill McCasher, Republican side of the aisle. It's National Pizza Day, gentlemen. I'm I, having
2: pizza tonight. Love
1: it.
0: How <laughs> you celebrating? I'm going to Barbieri's in South Milwaukee. Have some garlic bread, a little pizza.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, my favorite pizza is from Shamrock Pizza in Superior. They have a cheeseburger pizza, which is to mm-hmm. die for, with pickles on it and everything.
0: Pickles? Oh pickle yeah, game. it is
2: spectacular. I said this yesterday when I was hosting. Not a pickle guy. No. I uh-huh. like pickles, but not on pizza. Oh, yep. you would on this pizza.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Give my wife the... threw
0: some anchovies. Was it anchovies? Took, oh, artichoke on a pizza last Friday. Like
1: I've <laughs> had that. What are you doing? I love mushrooms on a pizza. My go-to would be Zafiro's special, okay. sausage, mushroom, and onion. That's a very popular place, Zafiro's, if those love of it. us in Milwaukee yeah. know. All right. So
0: there was some other news in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Congress. <laughs> boy, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson not having
1: a great week. Well, this is, this is what we got to keep in mind, right? And this is why I'm trying to be like, eh, I don't know. I, I just don't know yet. A week from now, we're going to be a lot smarter about what the special counsel report means because there will be new numbers. I do think so. Yeah, I do. And like, if you go in the way back machine to 1 o'clock yesterday when we talked, the biggest news that had ever happened and that had broken all of our brains on Capitol Hill was the way that Republicans pulled the rug out from under what they are saying is necessary at the border. They've been saying this is a crisis. We need to take action, and we're going to take – Ukraine aid hostage until you give us a border security bill. Democrats called their bluff. Joe Biden said, I will sign this bill negotiated by an independent, a Republican and a Democrat, which is the toughest border security bill probably in American history because it was only border security. There was none of that pathway to citizenship stuff, nothing for dreamers. And Republicans went. Nah, just kidding. It's such a crisis. We'll wait a year for the next guy to fix it. And it broke all our brains and it drove us crazy. And we bemoaned the end of the Republic because we couldn't get anything done on Capitol Hill. They're also
0: assuming they're going to have control next year. which
1: Right. And now 24 hours later, it's like we're, we're memory holding it because Joe Biden gave a press conference. It hasn't it's been more a great, than that, but I hear you.
2: yeah it hasn't been a great month for GOP leadership and I, I know my role is to defend those guys I'm not sure Mike Johnson's up for the job to be honest with you uh, I think he's had a really rough six weeks uh First of all, he lets George Santos get expelled from the Congress. that's us
1: The guy's a crook.
2: Doesn't matter. He's our. He's our guy. Let the voters decide that. Nancy Pelosi would have never done that. Where Eric Swalwell <laughs> slept with a Chinese <laughs> spy. He can't even she count the votes. He like, can't a, one count your, votes. Yeah, one of your basic you, jobs. You bring a major impeachment, the first one in 125 years, to the floor of the Congress, and you're not sure where the votes are. Come on, that's 101 on being a speaker. Listen. Nice guys can't be speaker. You have to be a killer, an absolute assassin to have that job and and you have to take names like Nancy Pelosi does. Our guys you, your guys understand politics is a blood sport? Our guys think it's gentlemanly, right? It's not. You you have to play the game the way it's meant to be played and that means there's going to be some blood on the floor. And our guys don't do that. I think Mike Johnson's weak. I, you know, we're not going to change him out right now, but the only guy weaker than him right now is Mitch McConnell. Oh my God. He let James Langford walk the plank on this, on this bipartisan deal. By the way, had this been taken to the floor a month ago, I think there would have been 80 votes in the yeah, United yeah. States Senate for it. Totally screwed it they up. They got 49. If you put it to the House Demo- floor today, it would pass. All the Democrats didn't vote for it. There were five Democrats who didn't vote for it. There were five de- Republican or four Republicans who did vote for it. What a colossal train wreck. I said this on the show. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. You can't let details like that leak. Without defining them yourself and Langford did let that happen. Kirsten Cinema let that happen. And the thing got away from them. I, there were good parts of that. I think there are parts of it I would have never voted for. If I were advising Trump or Haley, I would have gone to the border and said, these are the four things in there that I'm going to do. But I also hate these things. I would have taken these out and replaced them with something else. What did you hate in there? Uh, I, I don't think you can let 5,000 people more in a day. I, I literally think you have to close the But it's the not order. letting
1: in. It's when the number of encounters reaches 5,000 and yeah. the encounters, what changed
2: was like unaccompanied adults could be sent back. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure that was strong enough. That's w- 1.8 why million Why
0: 5,000 though? I, I guess what's the magic with that number? I, I don't know.
2: I mean, you
0: I'm, know, not, Trump's I'm not going to
2: pretend to know. Trump's last year in office, we had 400,000. This would have you know quadrupled that. I, I just think it was too much. So this this issue is done, then. Is, is that coming back? I think it's done. I know
0: they're
1: still messing around in the Senate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- I'm not sure it's done, a- and here's why. Ukraine still needs aid. Israel still needs an aid package. There is still, well, I think... they've a- separated those. I, I understand. And they used to be together, and now they're apart, and maybe they will go back together again. And I, <laughs> and I think it's entirely possible that Republicans in this moment now see more weakness for joe biden and say well the calculus has changed now maybe we're okay given biden a little bit of a win because we can say he's too old to be president and maybe they'll come back to the table i i'm not saying i think that's what's going to happen but I, like if we've learned anything this week what we should learn is nothing is decided until it's decided right because we a month ago we all would have said republicans insisted on a border bill and if a real border bill can get done, it will happen, and that will be how they figure out how to do the aid for Ukraine, and then it all fell apart. It doesn't mean you can't put it back together
2: again. Bill, will Speaker Johnson keep his job? I think he has to, because of what happened in, in October, where we lost 23 days. That would have been the time that we should have impeached Mayorkas. I'm totally for impeachment. I think he's deserved it. I think Mike Gallagher took a massive political risk uh this week by being one of the no votes. Some think he'll be one of the guys that flips next week and votes yes. When Steve Scalise is back, we'll see, but Gallagher's getting butchered by the national conservative quote-unquote influencers on social media and talk radio up north in his district.
0: If he flips, what does that say about Then it's worse. <laughs>
1: then it's can, worse. Can we talk about another objectively hilarious thing this week? That for everything that Ronna McDaniel has done for Donald Trump, yeah. he displayed once again that he has no loyalty to anyone and turned on her and said, we got to make a change. And among the first names that were floated as a replacement, Kevin
2: McCarthy, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Wouldn't surprise me. You can't make this crap up. Yeah,
2: what are well, we doing? Listen, in my criteria for a party chairman, be it national or state, number one, you better be able to raise money. That is number one far and away. Kevin McCarthy's
0: good at raising money.
2: Apparently. No question. He's one of the best ever. Yeah. A distant second is you better be able to build the better data set that you can ID your voters and turn them out. That wasn't... Neither of those were Don, Ronald McDaniel's you strengths. You
1: chair doesn't do that. They hire
2: the oh, people no. to do Pr- that. Oh, no. Priebus did it. Priebus was deeply involved when he he's was there. He's not coming back. And that, he's busy enough here. I think there were some overtures, and he and he pushed those back. But he's the kind of guy we need, someone who understands the data and, and can give state parties what they need. All right, we've got to take a break here. Bill McCosh and Joseph Pecky, the Political Power Hour
0: on WTMJ, ladies and gentlemen. All right, even though Joe is doing the... Uh, the lineup this week. We, we have, see that's how giving I am. We kind of we have like a free flow of giver. Yeah. <laughs> your river to your people. <laughs> I right, I want to ask a quick question unrelated to your line. Is that okay? And then you can take it from there. Yeah. Um, you can ask me whatever,
1: man. Uh
0: the Vladimir Putin interview with Tucker Carlson. Did you see, you saw some of it? I did not. Did I read some coverage a little of it?
1: bit of the coverage right, of
0: it. Well, I mean, what do you make of of that?
1: Weird. Deeply weird. But I've thought Tucker Carlson was deeply weird for a very long time. I know Bill's a fan. Let me say something nice. I am glad that he asked about Evan Gershon. He had to. You can't go there and not ask that question. Again, I didn't see a lot of it. I'm not here to just... But thank you, Tucker Carlson, for at least calling the question on Evan Gershon.
2: I don't care. Didn't watch it. Not going to watch it. I like Tucker Carlson. I I don't see the point of the whole thing. Um, I agree with Joe. That was nice of him to ask about Evan... Is it Gershkovitz? Oh, yeah. Maybe I got the last name, wrong. Yeah. Sorry. um, But... So what? I don't think it changes anything. I think the, I think Putin lies. Yeah, regardless he, of who he's he talking He made to. up
0: historical things that weren't true about World War II, and he also he called right in the beginning called him an entertainer, not a, not a journalist, which is
2: pretty close to the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is the truth.
0: So I, I admire Putin for that. That's the only thing I admire Putin for. So anyway, I just want to get your take. All yours, Joe. Where are we going next?
1: Well, I think I mean we get, we had a lot of things going on in state politics, and we mm-hmm. shouldn't go too far down any one particular rabbit hole. Um, some of the numbers in the MU law poll for state politics that jumped out to me is that Tony Evers remains the most popular politician in Wisconsin. Everybody else is underwater. Yeah. Evers both has a job approval and a personal favorability rating over 50%. The legislature gets terrible marks. Speaker Voss continues to get among the worst numbers Breaking we've ever Lewis, seen. He doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And maybe his caucus does that are going to maybe have to run in some more competitive
2: districts. I know
1: he gets low numbers, but there's a lot of Republicans that like Robin Voss. Okay. I'm
2: one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. He's the most powerful politician in the state, whether you like him or not. Uh, the thing that struck me about the poll, there were two things. Uh, one is abortion. I, I think Robin Voss may have found the answer on this, because when they tested the 14-week four, abortion ban that he's going to bring to the floor next week, of the voters supported it, 48% opposed. So he's upside down by three points. That's maybe the closest you can get on an abortion question in this state. Uh, Men were 50-50, 46-46. Women, I think it was minus eight. Um, So Robin Voss may have come up with at least something to inoculate his members heading into the fall. It's a 14-week, you can't do abortions after 14 weeks unless it's the life of the mother, rape, incest. Those are the exceptions. I don't think the governor will sign the bill, but there's value in getting your members some uh, inoculation. Uh, we know this from the two elections ago when pre-existing condition was a major issue. Actually, in the 2018 gubernatorial race, Robin Voss inoculated his members and no Assembly Democrat could use that against them. Uh, so I, I think it was smart on the speaker's part. I think he may have found something. The other thing, uh, the untold story in that poll is Nikki Haley. And how well she does in the state of Wisconsin, not just against Biden. She's up 16 points, but how well she does across the state. Haley versus Biden. Uh, She's plus 24 in the rest of the state. This is Trump country, northern Wisconsin, western Wisconsin. In the Green Bay media market, she's plus 29. In Madison, she's only minus eight. For a Republican to win statewide, you cannot get crushed in both Madison and Milwaukee. She's minus eight. That's well within striking distance. In the rest of Milwaukee, which is the suburbs, she's plus forty-two. Billy, and-
1: Billy, wake up! It's time for
0: school.
2: No, Billy,
0: Billy, go! It's almost a guaranteed win for Republicans if they if they nominate her. Well, this and, data and because data says of Trump, it is a guaranteed win. They won't. It's the absurd thing about politics drives me nuts. Fix if, your party, guys. But Not let's, my job. Let's
2: come back to what we talked about two segments ago. He, I think both candidates need something dif- different. If they're going to be the nominees, he needs a, 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 a running mate that looks like the future, that can serve two terms after him. If you're looking at this data objectively, there's no question Nikki Haley is the best choice How for How much him. time do we have here? Do we have 30 seconds? 30 seconds. That's so, it.
1: You posed the question on Twitter this morning to tease it. Who's Who should we be more afraid of? Right. The, every time you say somebody who can serve another term, I'm here to tell you, if Donald Trump is reelected, <laughs> he will try to stay. He will say the 22nd Amendment doesn't apply to me. I was robbed of a real first term because of the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. And people like J.D. Vance will say, OK, the Supreme Court ruled Trump has to leave. Now let them enforce their ruling. That's where we are, and that's why Trump is scarier. I still think he's picking Elise Stefanik.
2: I know it doesn't make any really sense, but I think that's who he's going to pick. I-, I thought what she said about Mike Pence yesterday was disqualifying, at least for me.
0: Yeah, so me me too, but I still think he's going to pick her because he doesn't care about any of that. All right, quick break. Political Power Hour, WTMJ. Right, i got to do a quick segment here with Joe and Bill, the Political Power Hour on WTMJ. Thanks for tuning in. Lots of commentary. No, no real big questions. All right, we want to talk about the uh, the redistrict thing. Is that what we're going to do?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, listen, the maps saga continues, and it will continue until it's over. This week, we've got Speaker Voss now saying maybe they'll send Governor Evers, his actual maps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Color me skeptical. I don't think these Republicans in the legislature will be able to help themselves. They will try to, you know, even after their poor performance Slip last week. In, they'll try to move <laughs> in. The Bill? Camp. It's my district. I
2: And so I just I'm not convinced that it's going to happen yet. I think Bill has a different take. The two high paid consultants effectively eliminated the two right leaning maps, leaving only four very left leaning maps. And Republicans have decided of the four remaining maps, the Evers map is their best. So they are going to pass it. Uh, in the next two weeks and send it to the governor's desk. And
0: you're, you're saying they're going to pass it at 9, 9.50 gonna, on Friday. They're going to pass this next in week. In the next
2: two weeks, they're going to pass the governor's And the maps. governor
0: said yesterday he'll
2: sign it. And then we're all done. I, and we're done, then it takes the Supreme Court out of it. Nothing is over until
1: it's over. I, I don't think they're going to get it done, and I'm not sure the governor... If, can, I,
2: can I be the voice of reason?
1: You can try. That's actually a good thing. We don't need the courts deciding. Yeah. It's supposed Stay to be done in the legislature with the governor. That's it. From Steve Scafidi's mouth to your ears, listeners, politicians should choose their voters and not, politicians <laughs> choosing,
2: or not voters choosing their right, politicians. All right, speed round. How about the tax cuts? Is the governor going to sign those? He's getting them again for the third time. It's. It looks like it's trending in that direction. Yes, really, should, the I, answer
1: should be yes. It should I, be
2: yes, hundred percent. But I'm surprised to I, I hear the positive tone there.
1: I, I'm not er today. I, there's another <laughs> couple
2: of big <laughs> ticket items today. that ought to get done,
1: and I think you know we love to, we love a grand bargain here on the Political Power Hour. We do. We I do. think between school funding with all of these referenda, the tax the tax package. Uh, maternal Medicaid expansion for one year, um, I think there's some some deals to be made in these so next couple the, weeks. The
2: Speaker and the Majority Leader put a uh, school package before the governor, and he rebuffed it. So I don't think there's going to be a grand bargain on schools uh, at the end of the session here, which is unfortunate. I think there's a deal to be had where you could get more money for special needs uh, education and and take the charter and choice completely off the property tax. That could be done, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Quickly, Joe, 105 schools have to go to referenda in April statewide. Yeah. This is not sustainable.
0: We've been talking about this for a while. There's a, there's a real operational budget challenge going on for all of these schools. Everywhere. Districts. Now, districts of all sizes. Yeah. Now, they spent a lot of money on infrastructure and, and, and like, sports stuff. They might have thought about that a little bit before they spent millions and millions of dollars. But I'm just, I'm just saying, that's coming. Be ready for it. All right. After the break. Joe, Bill, grab bag, WTMJ, political power hour. A few minutes left with Bill McCosh, Republican strategist, Joseph Hecky on the Democratic side of the aisle. We call this the grab bag. Joe, you're first.
1: We're not, well, can we do Super Bowl picks and then
0: grab bag? Uh, whatever you want to do. This was your show today. So
2: San Francisco 49ers come out on top. 28-24. Really? No way. You can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, so I'm taking the Chiefs by six. I said Chiefs by sevens. So. One through 53 roster spots. Niners have more talent. I agree with that, but they aren't, they aren't going to win on Sunday The night.
0: reason they won't win is because they flirted with disaster in their first two playoff games. You can't play like that and then perform like that in the Super Bowl. I so, think it makes them stronger because now they know so. how to
2: win ugly,
1: and I don't think they're going to come out slow again. Okay. So we'll see. All right. uh, my grab bag this week, I'm wearing, uh, you guys know I love my T-shirts. Mm-hmm, I, you do. For those watching on the stream. Uh, today I'm watching uh, Tell Your Dog I Said Hi, which is uh, a gift I received. There's a the best follow on Twitter. At We Rate Dogs. Check it out. Every Friday, they do the top five dogs of the week. Sometimes it's 10 dogs. And it's the rare thing on the internet that will make you feel good about the world. And I bring this all up because this week marks 11 years since I brought my dog home. I got him from the Wisconsin Humane Society. Adopt, don't shop. That dog changed my life. I'm not sure I have the life I have today without him. Because when Melissa and I started dating and she kind of went to the kids and said, like, what do you think? If Joe and I start dating, the, both of the kids were of the age where they said, does that mean we get to see more of Truman? And <laughs> so if it wasn't for my dog, I don't know that I'd have this life. Actress so.
0: Chloe uh she lives in, uh, in New York, New York City. So there's too many
2: people with dogs, ruining public places. What do you think? Boo.
1: <laughs> You're canceled, Chloe. That's what she said. Dogs are...
2: Incredible, man. Right. It's been a couple weeks since I mentioned the Janesville Jets. My team had nine players at the NAHL top prospects this week. We're gonna get at least three D one offers out of that. The boys are up in Eagle River at the iconic Eagle River Dome tonight against first place uh, Wisconsin Windigo. We're in second place by four points, only because they've played two more games than us, so we have two Ooh. games in hand. And then we play the Windigo again next weekend in Janesville. This is a our toughest stretch of the schedule. I like our team. We made some moves at the deadline, and uh, look for the Jets to make a push for the Robbie Cup.
0: And speaking of hockey, the Milwaukee Admirals going for their 13th straight win tonight. That's nice. impressive. I don't know if they've ever done that. Do we
1: get free burgers at Webb's if they get to 13? I don't think so. <laughs> should
2: or breakfast or <laughs> we something. We should get free something. All right, we got about 30 seconds. Throw something at me. Taylor Swift. How many times does she get? On six. the screen.
1: Six. Six. The over under six. I'm taking over. My hot take of the week is the two most responsible people in all this have been Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. No question. The man. rest of us are the problem. Well behaved. Yeah. yeah.
0: Will, will he ask, if they win, he goes on the field, she follows him, will he ask her to marry
2: him? No. What? That's, a, that's a, a selfish move. This is about the team that night. Yeah, he I think he do waits. That. Yeah, he wouldn't do that.
0: I'm not a big fan of grandstanding for a proposal, so I would say that would be a, yeah. a cheap
1: play. But a happy Valentine's Day to all you lovebirds out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, absolutely. Uh, and, and, can, and I'll be back next Thursday, noon to three, if you're into that kind of oh, thing. Oh, is that Bef- your day now? Before we, <laughs> before we do the Political Power Hour next Friday, you'll get a little preview from Joe Zupacchi. Here. How
0: about that? Do we have to join you again? Like we did Happy last Pizza week? Day. You don't have yeah, to. National Welcome Pizza to. Day. Enjoy some pizza tonight. I will be doing that in South Milwaukee Barbieri's, by the way, if you want to say hi. All right.